don't want to be strong like men who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your hosts, me, Amber, and my bestie, Sydney. Woohoo! We are co-owners of Shield Maiden Training Co. And this is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness-related to women and the LGBTQIA plus community. You know, this is the first time in like several weeks that you actually remembered like all things fitness. I had to be very focused. I know. <laughs> you, 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 the, I saw the intent in your eyes. <laughs> Trying. <laughs> Trying so hard. So it's the middle of summer. It know. is. Yeah. You're aware of that. Um, and we're talking about something that I bet, like, if it were me, I would not want to be pregnant in the middle of the summer. Oh, dear God, no. Like, especially cool. like third trimester pregnant. Yeah. Like, I, I would just be hot and angry all the time. And so if you are third trimester to your current state. Yeah, right. (laughs) Prior to this, we were talking about the temperature in which I keep my house to sleep. It's absurd. (laughs) But if you are currently third trimester pregnant. So sorry. We feel for you. Rough times. Rough times. But hopefully you will be distracted during the next you know, 30 minutes or so while we talk about balancing fitness and all things like parent, pregnancy, all of that. Because like the balance between fitness and like pregnancy and then subsequently child. Yes. (laughs) Because it doesn't just stop with your pregnancy. Right. And I think we, so our first episode of the month was pregnancy. Yes. Last week was postpartum. Yes. Now we are fully into parenthood. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we are going through the stages. <laughs> we're like a tadpole and we are evolving. We have gone from a tail to legs. It now has legs. It now has legs. <laughs> Great. Exactly. So again, you know, our format, we usually point out the challenges first. <laughs> yes. And we know that parents often face like unique challenges mm-hmm. that are not as prevalent typically with folks without children. Like yeah. they just have hurdles that are different. Right. So I would like to acknowledge that at sometimes these challenges probably feel insurmountable. <laughs> yes. Especially early on in your child's life. So very needy. Yeah, they they require a lot of attention. <laughs> and that's okay, like they should. That's yeah. that's exactly where they are in their like you have to meet them where they're at. And you know, they can't they can't do a lot. Yeah. So, you know, if they came out fully formed, it would be kind of weird and like fully be. like, yeah. I don't know, baby deer, like when they it's like 24 hours and they're like ready to go. I'm a deer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a thing. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Knowing kind of like what you're up against or what your partner or friends or family are experiencing if you're somebody who has a pregnant person in their life and then subsequently has a child, um, can, you can help to also create like a support system that allows time and space for fitness. Yeah. And we think that that's super important because so, yeah, we, we have a fitness podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, Sometimes we we get off on tangents, but it is, in fact, a fitness podcast. It is. It is. Uh, Fitness and wellness. I feel like it encompasses wellness as well. Yeah. Like well-being. We're trying to, like, think about it as that holistic, balanced approach. Exactly. And we do have, I I assume, mothers or parents who listen to our podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so the first challenge we wanted to acknowledge. Your time. <laughs> or lack thereof. Or lack thereof. And I feel like we acknowledge this in a lot of different areas, but you know, being a parent often means that you have super limited free time. But not only free time, but alone time. <laughs> Uh, taking care of your child's needs, managing household responsibilities and juggling work or other commitments can make it really difficult to find time for your fitness. So finding pockets of time and being creative with your schedule is going to be crucial. I, yeah, I could imagine that. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Managing household responsibilities without a child can sometimes feel daunting. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I could see how that limited time (laughs) factor and all those things play in. Absolutely. Most of these we have acknowledged in some other format, but this one, your lack of just energy. Oof. Yeah. There are so many things, especially for the parent who gave birth, right? Like if you're Mm. trying to to jump back in, like your body has undergone, you know, we call it trauma, but really it was like, there's a lot of things happening and Parenthood is both physically and mentally exhausting. Mm-hmm. You're on a new schedule. you got all these new things going on. So, like, the demands of caring for a child, especially during those early years when you're trying to figure out a schedule, you're trying to get them onto a schedule. It's not like they pop out and they're like, okay, Where here's, you go? here's your itinerary. This is the times <laughs> we do all the things. Like, you have to you have to build that in and you have to work that in. Um, and, and it can just leave you feeling super, super drained. Mm-hmm. And it can be challenging to really find that motivation and energy to prioritize fitness. Exactly. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, something that is, I feel like, super particular to parents is the guilt Mm -hmm. around prioritizing yourself. Yes. (laughs) You know, as a parent, I think your child's needs and well-being are probably your top priority. Um, But balancing the guilt of taking time away from your child to focus on your fitness goals can be really challenging because of that. Uh, you might feel torn between spending time with your child and dedica- dedicating goodness, time to your own self, your own health, your well-being, your self-care. All those things. Yeah. I think it stems a lot, too, from, like, uh, the societal expectations. Mm-hmm. So, like, we often place a lot of, like, emphasis on being the perfect parent. Mm, and yes. I don't think social media and I don't think like reality TV, like I don't think that those things have helped this kind of culture of like really being like, I've got to do it all. I have to be super mom or I have to be super dad or I have to be just super parent. Um, And they society is just like, okay, you have to put your child's needs above all else. You have to be at every PTO meeting. You have to be at every soccer game. You have to do all of these things. And not only that, your kids have to be involved in all of these extracurricular things and all of that, which is potentially time that you would have been doing your own fitness. (laughs) Right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it creates a lot of those internal pressures to just like constantly be present and be there uh, Mm -hmm. for your children. And also it has painted everything as like, if you're not, it's neglect. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine, like, I know how I feel when I'm like, oh, I've left my dog too long. Like, yeah, to know that it's another human. And then everyone, all of the things coming into your brain is just like, now you're neglecting your responsibilities to your child. Right. It's just like, I can't, 
I can't even imagine what that feels like as a parent to be like, but I just need an hour. I just want to do yoga. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so important to take care of yourself. And I think similar to societal expectations, there also is these are these cultural influences, you know, our norms and expectations around parenting can contribute to that guilt. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some cultures prioritize uh, the collective needs of the family over each individual's needs within the family. Yes. Which obviously makes it harder to prioritize your personal fitness goals. (laughs) Uh, so it's important to have open conversations with your family and loved ones, your support system about your desire to maintain a healthy lifestyle and get their support and understanding. Yeah. I, I think I was, I can't remember if I read it or where I saw it, but it was talking about, um, like the, the cultural, shift that happened when like divorce became more prominent and like those kinds of things. And you had more single parents raising children Mm. and that what that does to like a psyche of a child who constantly sees a parent prioritizing everyone else's needs above their own Mm. and creating that dynamic of like, my job is to be subservient in a way of like, okay, everyone else is more important than me. Um, And so like, (laughs) I think that's a really interesting take on those cultural things of like, oh, what are, what are you role modeling if you are not taking that time for yourself? Exactly. You, you think you are supporting and like showing your your children and your family how much they mean to you, but like, really, what is it role modeling? And and I'm sure they are feeling that love, but yeah, but like what you said, what does that show them about themselves? And how they are supposed to take care of themselves. Yes. Especially young girls. Yes. Yeah. Like, that is my role is to take care of everyone else. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, and not carve out time for myself. Yeah. But if they see, you know, mom or or parent prioritizing their self-care, their fitness, their well-being... It's a better balance. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, I mean, we could probably dive into what, what you know, oh, like sure our childhood. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm sure it will come up a lot. So this one, I think, is probably one that most parents are, even prior to having their children, are probably aware of. <laughs> already thinking about. Already thinking about is... Finding reliable and affordable childcare. Yeah, um, especially in America, it's a it's a big barrier. There so, there isn't a lot of affordable childcare. It's something that like presidential platforms are built on, right? Like they they go out and that's a talking point. That's a thing that they're like, we've got to do this because so many people n- know that the access to it doesn't really exist. Yeah, it's so hard. So. If you don't have affordable and regular and, you know, reliable child care, it just, it requires so much more coordination. So now you have to, like, get other people involved. So, <laughs> and it, it, like, that's, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's hard to, you know, like, manage and juggle all those things. Absolutely. Um, we definitely think, you know, like, seeking support from family, friends, um, or exploring childcare options that allow you to carve out time. I know a lot of fitness places build a model around like we offer childcare. 
So mm. like in like YMCA's like a lot yeah. of places do that so that you can be like okay I'm going to drop you off. Here's my cell phone. I'm I'm down the hall. Call me if they like yeah. throw up. If not, don't call me in an hour. I'm going to go get on the elliptical. Like, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that's something that a lot of parents are coming up against is the the hurdle to affordable and reliable childcare. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. And then you know, there's also the juggling of different roles and responsibilities you know we face that being childless people child free child free (laughs) i think there was a different term but i couldn't come up with it (laughs) yeah so like you know and then you add parenthood in you're juggling different roles and responsibilities you're trying to find that balance between being a parent a partner managing a household pursuing personal and professional goals while also trying to fit in your fitness goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can be really overwhelming. I can't, I can't even imagine. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I struggle being a dog parent, <laughs> like <laughs> balancing all the, all the things, the guilt of leaving her trying to find care for her. <laughs> if I have to be away. <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine that being an actual human being yeah i yeah that i can't leave home alone by itself yep for extended for periods, several hours for several hours until they reach a certain age <laughs> yeah it's with all of these challenges we, we don't want to paint a doom and gloom picture of being a parent because it's tough but but there are rewards there are all of those things and it's also possible to maintain and like continue your own fitness mm-hmm. kind of adventure journey journey however you want to whatever you want to call it with proper planning and those kinds of things and time management and also just like supportive mindsets from other people yeah we now that we've outlined all of the challenges (laughs) we're gonna give you some tips because that's our mo yay tips (laughs) yay tips and tricks we want you to be able to try and balance both of these things being a parent but also taking care of yourself. Yes. And so here are some tips and tricks to do that. We believe in you. You can do it. You can. So first we want you to set realistic goals and we talk about this a lot, but it's so important, especially in fitness. So understand that your fitness routine may need to be adjusted to accommodate the demands of parenthood. Set realistic goals that are attainable within your current lifestyle and current schedule. Yes. And these may change Every week. They may. And they, they, it's like this, the asterisks, subject to change. Terms and conditions. <laughs> and I think we talked about it uh, either last week or the week before about um, introducing, if you have the ability, being able to get more people kind of like on your side, as I would say, like on your team. Yeah. So like you're getting a PT, like a, uh, you know, mm, yeah, that I think postpartum and all of those things can help you with setting actual realistic goals Mm -hmm. because you as an individual i know i run into this i have kind of lofty expectations of myself and it can be really can be really (laughs) helpful to have someone outside of that lens be like that is that really realistic? Like you think it's achievable but is it? Let's let that be a long-term goal. Yeah exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Here are the steps 
that we need to take right now that are more manageable to reach that goal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Planning and scheduling. I think mm. this is just one of those things like uh, pro- some people are really good at it and some people aren't. And mm-hmm. I think what it comes down to is finding the thing that works for you. Some people, they use your their calendar on their phone for everything. They set reminders. They do everything. That's great. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's like, oh, I kind of work backwards through my day. And so, like, I know I want to be in bed by 10 p.m. and ha- kind of go back backwards and, and think about what they need to do. Some people write it all down. Like, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. But planning your workouts in advance and scheduling them into your calendar, whatever your calendar is, that might be yeah. paper, it might be on your phone, whatever, Treat them as those like non-negotiable appointments. Like you wouldn't yeah. miss a follow-up with your doctor postpartum. Try and think of it that way. It's like I am doing this to take care of my child. It's an important appointment that I cannot miss. Mm-hmm. It's a commitment I have to uphold. Absolutely. And I think that will help kind of like people stay consistent and accountable if yeah. they kind of change their lens of like, I'm not just doing this for me. It's a responsibility. It's a commitment that I have to others. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are taking care of yourself, if you are feeling good, if you are relieving anxiety and stress through exercise, (laughs) I feel like all of that sets you up to be a better parent and a better example for children. Yeah. Children. I mean... I can only imagine. I'm sure they get under under your skin and I'm sure they annoy the <laughs> crap out of you. And like having an, an outlet to like reduce that, like probably yeah. helps to eliminate like yeah. unnecessary, like emotional blowups or like mm-hmm. needing that time to go like, I don't know, cry in your closet. Like if you yeah. know you can cry while you're working out. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's appropriate because most people like if you're doing like CrossFit or something are probably crying while they're working yeah. out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it also gives you that break. Mm hmm. And, and I think, I think that's stigmatized a lot too. Like, oh, you want to break from your child? Like it's your child. You should want to be with it all the time. Like, no, there's nothing I want to be with that much. A parent is also a human being. Yeah. And like, they can be burnt out on being with another human being. Yeah. (laughs) I know a lot of times I feel like a lot of things, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but like parents get touched so much. Mm. And like, I could not imagine having a tiny human with sticky, sweaty hands touching me all the time. <laughs> I just couldn't. I it's have, like I could see that the like parents need their own time. Mm-hmm. And everybody like we're all unique. Like we all yeah. have things that are like, you know, I I have a relatively big bubble because I did work with kids for so long. And again, they take so much liberty of like, they touch you and you don't invite them to. And so now I have developed a larger bubble where I'm like, I don't want you to touch me unless I have approved this physical contact. Consent is important. Consent is important. And physical touch is one of my love languages. Like, but it's, it's a, when, when I very limited times. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. I have a a really good friend. Um, She's probably listening, Um, but she cannot stand being touched by her children while she's eating. And she has like Mm, taught them boundaries because like they might be done, but she's still eating and they're at the table and they're fidgeting because they're children and that's okay. And when like just even putting like hands, it's like, no, (laughs) totally get that. Yeah, Yeah. Like, no, I'm still eating. I am. I am prioritizing my food. 
because mm-hmm. I am a human and I need this and I need yes. you to stop touching me while I'm doing it. Yes. And like, as soon as they're old enough to learn boundaries, like they should absolutely be learning boundaries. Oh yeah. That's a whole other episode. Yes. However, if you are somebody <laughs> who does not get burnt out on your child, or maybe you work all day and you want to spend that time with your child, involve them mm-hmm. in your fitness routine, find ways to bring them into it. Um, this could be, you know, going for walks after work or on the weekends or whatever, or runs if, you know, that's a thing you do doing exercises at home while they play, play nearby or when they're old enough to participate in that at home exercise, do it with them. Um, there are, you know, parent and child fitness classes that you could join. Um, I'm sure the Y has some, uh, so not only does this help, you as the parents stay active, but it also can be a fun bonding experience. And that's important. Yes, it is. Totally. Like we're not totally down on children. Like we're talking about taking time away from them and getting that break. But like, hopefully if you've had a child, you love your child and want to be with them. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, that can be a good way to do it. Cause it also sets that good example, right. Of like, this is fitness. It's good for you. It's fun. Yes. We're going to do it. I think the fun thing, because like kids <laughs> like to move, right? Yeah. Like, and if you instill that at an early age, like they're already doing fitness. Yeah. Most kids, like they're playing at the playground, they're running, they're jumping, <laughs> they're doing all the things as adults that we do in fitness classes a mm-hmm. lot of the time. So instilling that at an early age is great. And then r- role modeling that you also do it. Yeah. And like that, I can't imagine what that does for a child's confidence level around those things. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen like a three or four year old. They don't have many of them do not have a fear of heights. Like a lot of them love to climb. Climbing is a great exercise for Mm -hmm. everyone. And it teaches them how to problem solve. It teaches them how to move their body. They're already, they already do it. Let's put some parameters around it. Exactly. Like it's a, fun and safe environment for them to climb. So they're not just out in your backyard finding the nearest tree like I was. Yeah. And I think instilling that, like not just that, you know, they're exercising by just playing, but like instilling that it can be a structured practice Mm -hmm. that they should be doing regularly, I think sets them up with a good routine that will carry them through childhood, teenage years into adulthood where like, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but like for me growing up, we didn't exercise. Like there was no, I, you know, my parents weren't like, we're going to the gym. We're doing this fitness routine. Like that wasn't a thing. Like we had gym class at school, but like, that's a joke. So like, I, I feel like a lot of people aren't set up with that in childhood. So that once I got to adulthood, I was like, oh, working out is work. And it's hard. And I don't have that like routine set up already. Yeah. I think we, my parents didn't also didn't do like exercise in a formal, like a lot of what they did um, was like, we saw them also like playing sports. So like my dad was in like a rec league and uh, like my mom would always be out. Like one of our favorite things was like volleyball and badminton. Like mm. she was she was yeah. doing that that thing with us. But it was never like we're going to go to the gym or do a, a formal kind of class. It was always yeah. sports related. So I grew up very like athletic and yeah. sports minded, which of course encompasses is, 
exercise. Yeah, and that's great. As as a child who did not like sports, and that was the only option offered. Yeah. For fitness and exercise and taking care of myself, it was a real problem. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think that that's like one of those things when you're raising kids of like, you know, they, they there's so many options out there. I saw this. Like, I loved it. I saw tangent. It, I, tangent. <laughs> saw it on Instagram. She was like, I, what is like, what are the generational curses that I'm trying to break? And one of them was like, you don't have to eat the vegetable on your plate. Like, if you don't like that one, do you know how many vegetables There's so many. there are? But if, I feel the same way about like fitness. It's like, yeah. do you know how many like healthy so many forms of, yeah, how, how active you can be that doesn't require you to necessarily like go to the gym or play a, a sport. Like you can do so many know. things. <laughs> I had no idea. No idea growing up that I had so many options for things that I could do to be active yeah. and stay healthy. Well, hopefully the people <laughs> listening to this know, like... You have options. There are <laughs> options. And getting your kid involved in those options and, sh- and showing them the breadth yeah. of options that they have. It's like, if they tell you they don't like swimming or they don't like gymnastics, go find another thing. There are so many. There's martial arts. There's rock climbing. There's mountain biking clubs. There's... Yeah. Snowboarding, it, golfing. Yeah, what, like there's so many tennis, things. All the things. Like, <laughs> there's so many things. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Anyways, to wrap it up, <laughs> I think this is a, that was a good segue. Circle it back. <laughs> Finding the right balance between fitness and parenthood is a is unique to each individual. Mm-hmm. It's important to listen to your body. Yes. To be flexible both in structure <laughs> and body, um, and make adjustments as they're needed by prioritizing your self-care and staying committed to your fitness goals, you can more easily uh, navigate the demands of parenthood while maintaining that healthy and active lifestyle that I know you want to role model for your children. Yes. It's all about role modeling. It's all about role modeling. The little sponges, they soak it all in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they squirt it out. Like you ring it. That was weird. Nope. I'm sticking with my sponge (laughs) metaphor. They soak it all in. And then when you apply a little bit of force it just kind of looks everywhere (laughs) there's your child as a sponge metaphor that's a wrap for this episode of bitch versus bear we're done we're gonna end there but keep listening please even after the sponge metaphor amber's gonna edit out my sponge metaphor i know she is Keep listening every Wednesday as we continue exploring different topics related to fitness, women, and the LGBTQIA plus community. And make sure to follow, share, like, comment, all the things. 